0: What is up guys you are listening to planetary overload it's going to be a little bit different today what do you think Cole?
1: it's going to be very interesting we've finally figured out how we might be able to remotely record a podcast being in two very different places across town
0: yep and we had to wait on some technology things and it's just been a drag but it's all in the, the name of social distancing and staying safe. If you don't know what's going on, you live underneath a rock. <laughs> Just saying. Obviously, we have the COVID-19 outbreak, which is being pretty troublesome to a lot of people right now. And we're doing the smart thing, the safe thing, and staying home, making sure we're not spreading disease. And we're working from home. How's working from home been for you, Cole?
1: I think it's been pretty good. So far, a little difficult getting into that routine everyone's been talking about, but that gives us more time to do a bunch of research for you guys about different hobbies, and maybe we'll do some hobbies about what you can do from home.
0: Yes, I I think this first hobby that we're going to be doing from our new format will be pretty good. You know, you you mentioned new routines. You know what I've been doing every morning? Hmm. I've been doing push-ups to get swole, like our hobby today. We've got to get (laughs) swole for this hobby.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Working out. That's been a big thing that everyone has said. You should be working out.
0: Uh, Tell us a bit about how we're going to be formatting the show today, though.
1: All right. So the format, the new one we're going to try out is we're going to go into this completely blind. We know the topic and that's it. We're going to go and tell you guys what we know of the topic. Then we're going to go and do some research, we're going to come back with an interview with a guest expert, and then we're going to discuss a little bit about what we talked about with the interviewee, and then our final thoughts.
0: It uh, How we used to do the show uh, for our previous episodes, we used to research a lot beforehand, we had a whole document of information and fun facts, but it kind of defeated the purpose of discovering new hobbies, so... Our expert today is the person who suggested this new going in blind technique. So, how about we get into the hobby? We're getting swole. We're going to be screaming and ripping off shirts and hitting people with chairs. It's wrestling time. Let's get ready to rumble. Got to get them gains.
1: Wrestling is such an interesting thing to me, honestly. You just fight each other but don't actually fight each other because it's <laughs> not real, question mark?
0: It's semi-real. I had a friend uh, my freshman year of hi- uh, high school, college, who was a trainee to be a pro wrestler and is right now a pro wrestler, and she actually choked me out once.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, Um. what happened was I used to do re- uh greco wrestling you know the the one that you see like high schoolers and middle schoolers do the one with the unitards and it looks ridiculous (laughs) the outfits the the wonderful outfits (laughs) so when i heard that she did wrestling i'm like hey i used to do wrestling in junior high and high school do you want to go around and i did not realize she meant like wwe professional wrestling type stuff and when i went in for one of my moves she just like grappled around me like a monkey and just started to choke me out i was just like wait what is going on i'm so confused Uh, uh," and then i almost passed out
1: oh god so there is a difference between what we see on tv versus what we actually do in schools like junior high and high school
0: uh yes there is a difference i'm not sure to the extent but wrestling traditional wrestling i guess you could call or the greek style wrestling is you have a arena if you go outside of that you have to restart in the middle it has been a long time since i've thought about doing that and i (laughs) never won a single match so (laughs) tells you how much i knew about that i'm just not an aggressive person
1: that's you know that's fair i do you have to be an aggressive person for wrestling
0: oh my gosh yes (laughs) You have to constantly be going after them is the thing. I see. So, but when we're talking about our professional or um, in this case, I know Lance really likes to talk about the, what's it called? Oh my gosh. I forgot the uh indie wrestling. This is a televised event. It seems like it's scripted for the most part. They, they fight technically, but they do it to the point where they don't get hurt like in uh, you know, uh mixed martial mm-hmm. arts or stuff like that. So that's what i that's what I can tell from just watching it a little bit and from what I've been told, of course, and uh what I've learned myself. What do, what do you know about wrestling just off the top of your head?
1: Um, I know that WWE is a major wrestling, I guess, show or company that um hires wrestlers i guess or contracts wrestlers uh i know it comes on tv sometimes uh (laughs) i really don't know that much about wrestling i know there's a lot of i showboating i guess would be the word that i'm looking for yeah because there's a lot of bright colored or skin tight outfits and they're usually really
0: loud. And very strong. They they, they yeah. have muscles. They do the steroids. I mean, <laughs> That's, I shouldn't no, accuse of anybody no. of doing that. Uh, they probably just work out really well. I'm sure you've they, all yeah. heard this sound effect before. And his name is John Cena. Yep. 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 Or,
1: My nephew is obsessed with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or uh, the guy who says, Brother! Check it. Look at me, brother Hulk Hogan. These, uh, these really turned into big pop icons, which I think the that's the point.
1: Oh, The, the Rock was a wrestler.
0: Yes, he was. I enjoy his acting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what his wrestling was like. I'm gonna, That is definitely a good question to ask our guest today. How yes. was the, <laughs> the Rock in <at> wrestling? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's it's a big name that many people recognize now. So, I mean. Outside of the wrestling
0: sphere, it's true. He, also, he was he a football player, or was that just a movie he was in? That was a movie. Okay, <laughs> you think I would it's know this the with, game plan? You, you think I would know this with my dad being a football player? <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, I think the next part in our show we should be looking up stuff. I'm going to look up wrestling, pro wrestling, on Wikipedia because that's our favorite website, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's really the most renowned
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so pro wrestling
1: it's a completely sound resource really (laughs)
0: totally sound look at all these citations i see so many citations (laughs) how can you be wrong these citations couldn't be wrong i'm not gonna look at the citation (laughs) professional wrestling often shortened to pro wrestling or simply wrestling Is a form of performance art and entertainment that combines athletics with theatrical performance. It takes the form of events held by touring companies that mimic title match combat sports. I would assume that's like boxing or something like that. The unique form of the sport portrayed is fundamentally based on and evolved from classic and catch wrestling with modern additions of striking attacks, strength-based holds and throws, and acrobatic maneuvers. What? Acrobatic? (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, they jump off things, right? I mean, yeah, you know, the uh, the rope things that's on, on in the ring.
0: <laughs> I, when I think of acrobatics, think of like um, the circus Olay, where they're like they're like flying across the stage. Maybe they are. I haven't watched much wrestling. Mm-hmm. Much of these derive from the influence of various international martial arts. An additional aspect of combat with Improvised Weapon 3 is sometimes included. Chairs! All hail the chairs! <laughs> the match has predetermined outcomes. Oh! To hide an entertainment value. So it's rigged? Uh, yes. That's what that says.
1: I guess. Okay.
0: That's another question for our experts. Wow. I don't know how much I would feel about... Enjoying that, if I knew that it was predetermined, but I mean, at the end we don't know who's gonna win. So,
1: yeah, we don't know which one is predetermined. Also, I think it's more again. I'm gonna use the word showboating. Yeah, (laughs) because the acrobatics of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, no. It.
1: I mean, and I assume they pull their punches, but I could be wrong.
0: There is no govern. According to Wikipedia, there is no governing authority for, for professional wrestling rules. Although there is a general standard which has been developed, each promotion has its own variation, but are all similar enough to avoid confusion most of the time. Any rule describe, described here is simply a standard. Wow, so it that that would make it interesting though, because if you didn't like one company, you could go to another company and check out how they do things. So mm-hmm. that would that would be pretty fun. Um yeah.
1: So maybe wrestling is very is a very fluid type thing. What do you mean? Or hobby. Like it it just depends on where you're going to watch it or to do it. Huh. Like which company? Okay. Different rules means you perform differently,
0: right? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hmm. Pyrotechnics. Other dramatic elements of a ring interest can include so, you know how I just played that John Cena thing? That was a ring entrance. Yeah. So, it includes pyrotechnics, additional visual graphics, a distinct sound or opening note, do-do-do-do, <laughs> uh, darkening of the arena, entering in a manner keeping with character traits such as fast, highly energetic interest, or slow, stoic interest. For example, the ultimate warrior would run at high speed during the entrance ramp, and into the ring while well, Randy Orton would slowly and darkly walk to the ring. The Undertaker has adopted one of the most notable entrances, taking about four to five minutes. Darkening the whole arena. Jeez.
1: That that's a long time to walk down a little aisle, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I bet it would bet it would look and really good. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's the point.
1: So each wrestler has their own character and thus performs as the character might and enters as the character
0: might. Mm Mm-hmm. I, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) people also ask on Google, when did pro wrestling become fake?
1: Oh, well, I think there's a difference between boxing and wrestling. though.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I've definitely seen videos that Lance have showed me where, um, like, they were actually bleeding because this guy was actually slapping them on the chest really hard and knocking them to the ground. Mm. So, very interesting thing. So, I think... Let's look at the biggest uh, wrestling companies. And then we'll look at indie wrestling, too. Alright. So, the biggest wrestling promotion... Okay, I guess they're not called... um, countries i guess they're called promotions wwe i mean of, of course. course uh nj new japan pro wrestling that's in that's something conciojo Mundial man de luchadora okay dragon gate that sounds cool and then triple a triple a insurance
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where i went to so i'm glad i'm not the only one
0: Oh my gosh, is AAA? Does AAA insurance have pro wrestling, or is it just no AAA wrestling?
1: It's got to be different.
0: All right, Lucha Libre, AAA worldwide. Oh, okay, no, it's it's not the same as the. (laughs) Okay, thank you.
1: (laughs) That would be cool. it would have been weird. I
0: think it would have been amazing. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: All right. So we really don't have much of a basic knowledge of Well, we, we have a base knowledge of wrestling, but definitely not as far as it
0: actually goes. Yeah, I definitely think we'll have to listen to our expert and then we'll talk more about it afterwards. We're back here with Lance McFarlane, our resident expert on wrestling, specifically pro wrestling, because we had to learn the difference between regular less wrestling and pro wrestling because there is a difference and uh lance just take a second to introduce yourself
2: yeah i'm lance mcfarland i'm the general manager here at the radio station where this podcast is produced out of and um you know during these strange times where we don't have as much access to guests and things we've decided to go with some things that i know about um next might be comic books board games juggling lego we can do it all so yeah there's a lot of things we can do you know when you're having to use internal experts so um, I have had many years of watching pro wrestling with a few gaps in there but I am a diehard pro wrestling fan so I'm here to answer anything you uh, want to know.
0: So I guess I'll start off with my first question that I wrote down while we were kind of looking at things earlier. Uh, we had a discussion because obviously we're at home You're you're at the studio right now but you're you're keeping the business up and running and uh, most of us are at home. Uh, What's going on in wrestling right now? Are they, are they still, it's really contact heavy. So there's a potential that uh, a lot of disease could probably spread throughout the, the ranks of pro wrestlers, but are they still going? Is this something that people can watch right now?
2: Yeah. So this is a strange time in wrestling and it's a really interesting time to record uh, this episode because wrestling is so weird right now. But as the NBA and the NHL and Major League Soccer all come to a grinding halt. The uh, Carnival Sideshow of Professional (laughs) Wrestling uh, marches (laughs) on. So, um, Wrestling right now, uh, we'll go with WWE, which is the company that most people probably know about. Mm -hmm. They're recording their show every week, live. Some of the matches are pre-taped from their performance center. It's just like essentially a big warehouse. No audience. It's very strange. You've probably seen the meme of uh, somebody of Stone Cold saying, "Give me a hell yeah!" That like weird thing that happened a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um, you know, WWE is weird. There's other companies like AEW that are handling it really well. No audience, but they're bringing a few of their wrestlers to sit in the front row. A few of their more loudmouth wrestlers that can just yell the whole time, and yeah. they're putting on some pretty good matches right now. I-
1: I found it really interesting that it's still going on because what I know, which is very little is that it's a very audience based thing It is Uh, with audience interaction, a lot like comedy and like comedians, they definitely, they go a lot from the audience and audience response. (laughs) So.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Wrestling is that one uh, sport or sport entertainment that um, the audience is fully involved in like some of the greatest moments in, All of wrestling history are when the audience was at its best an audience can make or break a show in a lot of ways but during these times when there is no audience to be had uh they're doing their best wwe not doing quite as good of a job as a company like AEW. uh in japan i watch a lot of japanese wrestling they just put shows on hold Uh, for good and now that things are calming down a little there, they're starting to get back to doing shows with audiences while taking their temperatures at the door and things like that. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to uh, listen back on episodes like this in five years and just go like, you know, just little pieces of what the world was like right now. It's uh, pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, it will be kind of like a historical landmark that people might study, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, like a time capsule. Yeah, Um, you know, uh, one last thing on that is that WrestleMania, which is WWE's premier event every year. I went to WrestleMania when there were one hundred and three thousand people in the crowd at the AT&T Center. So it's their biggest event, 60 to 100,000 people every year. And every company in the world does shows from the city that WrestleMania is in every year. And it's a huge chunk of their annual revenue that weekend. So this year, WWE is doing WrestleMania from the Performance Center. They actually shot all the matches last week, and those matches will be airing this weekend as a fully produced show. But WrestleMania in front of no audience, it's, its some huge big deal matches in front of nobody, and then all of the smaller companies, the indie promotions, that won't be making their you know, biggest part of their annual income this year.
1: That's going to be a really big hit.
0: It's a strange time for almost everybody right now. Uh, You keep on mentioning different promotion names and stuff. Can you tell Uh us about uh, choosing a promotion to follow? Is it better to just follow as many as you can? Or I know you've told me in the past just to pick a favorite fighter and just go from there. Uh, Can you tell us a bit about the different promotions and how they – react because I know none of the there's no like set rule of wrestling it's not like football where around the world or football if you want to soccer yeah. it, where it's all the same each promotion yeah, has or where you just
2: follow the team from your city or you right know. right um yeah wrestling is uh you've got a lot of options right like you said uh just like in comic books I tend to follow writers I love uh, a certain writer so I read every book they do even if it's a character I don't uh, particularly care for um, you know, you could love a wrestler like Kenny Omega, right? And he was in a company called New Japan. So you're watching New Japan. You He leaves and goes to a company called AEW. So you follow him to AEW. I don't tend to be that. People who are really into wrestling tend to watch a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're just getting into wrestling, I think there would be a few things to think about. Are you wanting to what style of wrestling would you like to watch are you wanting more family entertainment are you wanting to watch with your kids then wwe might be a good option it's the most accessible it's the most uh um easy to get into the like easiest to swallow you know um so it is uh it's not as good of wrestling in -hmm. my opinion um, it's not as like hard-hitting of wrestling. It's not as athletic. They're great wrestlers in their company, but they wrestle, all wrestle a certain style. Um, but for family value, family entertainment, WWE is pretty good. A new company called AEW, which is uh, something that spun out of a lot of different things and is now live every week on TNT every Wednesday night. So the day we're recording this, it'll be live in a really weird way. <laughs> it's uh, funded by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, he's just like a big wrestling fan since he was a kid. So he met all these indie wrestlers and they started this big company that kind of spun out of New Japan Pro Wrestling and spun out of this YouTube series. And it's a kind of a weird thing that happened, but it's created this company that's doing pretty good. And it is, I would say, the new version of good family entertainment wrestling. It's a little edgy. It's kind of like more WWE was in the 90s. Um, but still I would say a good show to sit down and watch with your kids. There might be a slightly more cursing mm-hmm. um than you're gonna get in WWE, but the wrestling is going to be better, the characters are gonna be better, the storylines are going to be less goofy. Um, I stopped watching WWE about a year ago. It just got to the point where it wasn't enjoyable for me. Um, but still has a lot of value. Um, If you are wanting something that is just more hard-hitting, more athletic, you could go with something like NXT. NXT is kind of like the minor leagues of WWE. Uh, It's their training ground, but they have a weekly show. Uh, It's on the WWE. Oh, actually, it airs live on USA every Wednesday. Uh, I forgot it started being live now. So NXT every Wednesday night on USA is a great show. I mean, it's a product of WWE. It is leagues better than the main WWE shows. And then every time a wrestler leaves and goes to the main roster, you're just sad because you like NXT so much more, you know? But then, uh, you know, for me, New Japan is my favorite wrestling. Uh, Japanese wrestling, that's not as accessible, right? Like, you've got to go to this strange Japanese website, hit the translate (laughs) button, figure out how to put in your credit card information and pay $9 a month to watch Japanese wrestling. They have English commentary on almost every show. It's just not as accessible for trying to get into it.
1: How did you start getting into wrestling though? How, how did this come about?
2: So I started watching wrestling in the 90s when wrestling was at its absolute height of popularity. There was something called the Monday Night Wars where WWF, which was what WWE was at the time, Um, until the World Wildlife Fund uh, sued them over the letters WWF. Okay, (laughs) wow. And uh, that's when they became World Wrestling Entertainment instead of the World Wrestling Federation. So um, them and WCW each had a show on Monday night, and they were the two biggest wrestling shows. It was the most profitable time for wrestling because wrestlers could go to either company and get bigger and bigger paychecks and... It was the most innovative time because they really had to innovate to get viewers to their show. And, uh, you know, wrestling was just very popular. I mean, every kid wore wrestling shirts every day to school. <laughs> um, you know, Degeneration X, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker. This is the height of all the, the rock, you know, yes. Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Weird. This is the height of all those classic wrestlers. So. I was obviously going to watch wrestling. I would say I started a little before that by renting random videotapes from the movie store. <laughs> That's always Not a dangerous in, game. Yeah, and I uh, I didn't know. Uh, it, it took me a while to realize that this was a thing that you could just watch on TV every week. I had no idea. I thought they were just, you watched them out of order from uh, the movie store, you know. <laughs> huh. And, uh, you know, I took a long, long break from about 2000 to about 2015. I watched a company in the middle there called TNA and uh but then I got very heavily back into wrestling because my nephew uh, had tickets to a wrestling show and his dad decided he didn't want to go and I thought I used to love wrestling and we went to Austin to watch WWE Monday Night Raw and I was just done then like it's been been part of my life ever since so
0: it grabbed you back yeah so does it ever kind of hamper the mood that you know that matches will generally be rigged or it's like already scripted out? Because that was a little bit weird to us yeah. going from yeah. regular sports to knowing, oh, the 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 chan- the person who wins is already known by somebody. Yeah.
2: I think the uh, first thing you want to think about there is that the person who wins is not already known to you. Oh, that's true, right? So, if I uh, you hear this a lot as a wrestling fan, right? The word "fake" is a bad word in wrestling. Mm. Um, predetermined is a is what you know people <laughs> like to use, but it's just not a big deal. If you like it, you like it. To me, it's like watching a uh, soap opera. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, like it's just entertainment, right? Think about it this way: you're essentially watching a, a soap opera with. Stunt men and stunt women (laughs) who are able to do a 20, 10, 20, 30, sometimes even an hour long, fully produced stunt in one take.
0: Okay, that's pretty (laughs) good.
1: That takes a lot of talent. That's impressive. Now, do they still get hurt? I know it's like.
2: Wrestling is predetermined, but wrestling is painful. Wrestling is very, very painful to wrestlers. I've never. Jumped from four feet in the air and landed on my back, but I imagine it hurts. They're landing on a very thin piece of canvas that is on top of wooden slats. Oh, that's on top of a metal frame. Yikes! It just has to hurt. There's no way it doesn't hurt. And yeah, wrestlers, uh, wrestlers, they get injured for sure. Um, You know, uh, one last thing on that last topic is uh, I want you to think about this. This is a really interesting thing. There's three things in the world that are always in the second act. We talked about soap operas. Right. There's wrestling and there's comic books. Those are like the three forms of entertainment that are fully second act versions of entertainment. Mm. They're always ongoing second act stories. Like there's never any full resolution. Mm -hmm. There's never any full amount of build up stories never end. It's just ever ongoing you know it's endless so um arcs. yeah so as far as uh, injuries go wrestlers definitely get injured i mean there's some famous injuries um there's owen hart falling from the rafters because he was going to come down on a uh, line into the ring and he fell from the rafters and died when he hit the ring post wow um there's been plenty of wrestlers who have passed away in the ring, been injured stone cold steve austin famously had his neck broken in a match actually by owen hart um You know, in Japan, they do this style of wrestling called strong style wrestling. So it's very, very hard hitting and it's a lot of drops onto your neck, right? So there's a wrestler. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but this was back in the 90s, I believe, who just from a very simple move just died in the ring and they found out that he had been internally decapitated. Oh my God. Like his neck had taken so much damage that it essentially crumbled. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> and so wrestling is a very dangerous uh, sport. I mean, you could put sport in quotes, but um, there's a lot of people who go from like UFC to wrestling or the NFL to wrestling, and most of them would say that wrestling is a lot more uh, athletic endeavor than any of those other sports. Jeez. So, but it's not real fighting. That's the only okay. thing. It's just not real fighting.
1: So it's kind of a, a mix of athleticism of what you would think of sports and then almost the theatricality of a play
2: yeah absolutely for sure hmm.
0: is that why and so then, many wrestlers tend to go into acting after they're done with their wrestling career yeah a
2: lot of wrestlers do go into acting especially coming out of a company like wwe i mean part of their training in wwe is they have a um a acting coach on staff who wow. is just there to because you know a big part of wrestling is something called a promo a promo is when a wrestler is talking then when they're not having a wrestling match but they're just talking they're doing an interview or they're it's called cutting a promo um so when a wrestler's cutting a promo they need to be able to act they need to be able to engage and connect and have the audience react to them and have you at home react to them and you know it's uh yeah well acting is a big part of it
1: i guess that's why the The Rock is so popular now. (laughs)
2: Yeah. He's in
1: like every uh, film now that you see a trailer for.
2: You know, WWE went so far with it that they said like, hey, we're training all of our wrestlers to be actors. So they started uh, WWE Studios and they produced their own movies and they just use their wrestlers as the actors. Really? (laughs) They're very bad straight to (laughs) DVD movies, but it's like another way for them to train their wrestlers to be actors, you know?
0: fascinating wow yeah so
1: going back to we mentioned roles a bit earlier but are there uh-huh. for sure don'ts in the wrestling world
2: so are we saying uh so there's a term in wrestling called kayfabe and kayfabe is the story kayfabe is if i'm fully buying in and i'm worried about who's winning this fight i'm buying into the kayfabe element mm. um if you're talking about the reality it's called a shoot if you're saying like who was the shoot winner of this like who did we know was going to win because of whatever factor so if we're talking about the kayfabe rules like the rules of like the wrestling match mm-hmm.
1: yes yes so that's what
2: I mean. yeah there's a lot of rules um you know obviously a a bell rings you know what happens between the bells so a bell rings to start it and a bell rings to finish it right mm-hmm. a one two three a pin is how you win right mm-hmm. and uh Or tapping to a submission. So, just like in uh, UFC or like similar to like freestyle wrestling or Greco Roman wrestling, um, tapping to a submission. But all the rules in the middle are, um, you know, like if uh, your opponent's in the ropes, you uh, have five seconds to get off of them, Uh, similar to boxing, right? if you're on the outside of the ring you get a 10 count to get back into the ring so yeah there's a lot of rules um in places like japan you're not allowed to hit with a closed fist so like even though it's not real if a wrestler is hitting with a closed fist and the referee is admonishing them that's like a planned thing right so you're saying the referee is like getting onto this guy but like the referee and the guy are in on it like he, he did it on <laughs> purpose to get in trouble to create drama okay you know? and i would say most wrestling isn't like planned from the beginning like the wrestlers for the most part don't sit in the back and say here's exactly what's going to happen in our match
1: okay so it's not like a lot of wrestlers out. will
2: go over yeah a lot of wrestlers will go over some beats that are going to happen throughout the match mm-hmm. but some wrestlers don't like wrestlers are very good at getting into a ring communicating with each other as the match goes and oh. making the match happen flawlessly
0: so they're really good improvers
2: 100 percent. and wow. one really good thing to think about is that a wrestler from japan and a wrestler from mexico that do not speak each other's languages can have a fully flawless wrestling match no without ever That's having incredible. spoken to each other before the match except to say uh who's the, going to be the winner
0: that is so cool
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's really impressive I mean it, yeah, yeah there's a there's secrets that you have to learn in wrestling school and when you start wrestling that like I don't even know like there's a way that things are done you know like how do you kick somebody in the face and make it sound like you kicked them in the face without kicking them Well hmm. wrestlers slap their legs when they kick hmm. you don't see it because your eyes are focused on the kick but they slap their leg and it sounds like they kick them. You know, wow. if you really kick someone, it wouldn't make a noise like that. But when you're <laughs> watching wrestling, you're like, yeah, of course that's how kicks sound. <laughs> right. They sound like slaps. Wow. But yeah. So
1: do, do people have to know all these things before they start watching or participating in this hobby?
2: I would say wrestling is the easiest, uh, sport like thing to get into because it's just, at its heart is entertaining. If you start to watch basketball or you start to watch hockey, it's not going to be very long before you want to really know some rules mm-hmm. for it to be more interesting. Like with basketball, you want to get to the point where you're watching the ball more than you're watching the players, right? Right. right? Um with hockey, like you just have to get good at watching the puck, right? And like you really want to know the rules and know what's happening or it's really confusing with wrestling there's just so much entertainment and so much athleticism that like it'll become clear pretty quick what the like simple rules are and it it's just watchable from the start it kind of takes you, that
0: childlike wrestle like wrestling <laughs> when you were in turning it into what you always thought it would be
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and you know when you're when you're watching wrestling um you know there there's this whole other side of wrestling that is being a wrestler right we're talking about watching wrestling and when you're watching wrestling it's just pure entertainment you start a match or you come in into the middle of a match and you watch them act towards the crowd you watch them do flips off the rope and it's just impressive and you know you're I would say more than knowing rules going in you're going to you're going to be more interested in knowing storylines you're going to want to know why these two guys don't like each other that's Uh, going to be more that's going to help you get into the matches a lot more than rules okay Okay. yeah so i'm not saying you want to go look up storylines because wrestling is really good at telling you storylines over and over and over again Mm. like with video packages before matches things like that but you know normally i would say a show like wrestlemania is a good show to watch like WrestleMania is kind of the end of the season and then the next night on Monday Night Raw is kind of the beginning of the next season. Huh. Like, they end a lot of storylines at WrestleMania.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Um, yeah. From a financial perspective, does this cost a lot of money to get into? I know there's pay-per-view that happens with uh-huh. some things and obviously you need cable, but a lot of us already have cable. I do not, but... yeah.
2: Um, so, um, when, I, when I was a kid and you wanted to watch wrestling, you're you know you have cable right so you can watch the weekly product but if you, you know any real wrestling fan wants to watch the pay-per-views right so pay-per-views cost $30 a month you would buy a WWF pay-per-view a WCW pay-per-view and then pay $20 if you were really into ECW which was like the uh, extreme wrestling back in the day hmm. um, now there's something called the WW network where You pay $10 a month and you get a streaming service that not only has every pay-per-view ever (laughs) on it, but every new pay-per-view streams live and every NXT pay-per-view and every NXT UK pay-per-view and every tournament they do and every documentary they put out. It is probably the best value streaming service there is. I don't even watch WWE anymore and I still pay for WWE Network every month just in case there's something I wanna check out or to watch NXT. Um, for things like New Japan, they have their own streaming service. Their streaming services like High Spots Wrestling Network, which gives you access to, like, a bunch of independent wrestling companies if you wanted to watch more independent wrestling. And then there's, you know, companies like Ring of Honor, which is on television every week, but you still have to pay those old pay-per-view prices if you want to watch their pay-per-views, you know. They don't have a streaming service like other companies have, so... Yeah, it just kind of depends. It, uh, I would say to get into WWE, as long as you have cable, you would be good to start watching WWE. Um, if you have Hulu, the the weekly WWE shows are on Hulu. Um, for AEW, which I would say would be my best recommendation for someone who wanted to check out wrestling because it's very new, so all the stories are new. There's some big names from WWE who are there, like Chris Jericho and... Uh, Dean Ambrose so people would maybe know them from just like popular culture Um, AEW is if you didn't have TNT is a little challenging to watch Um, you know uh, they have a weekly show that's on YouTube called AEW Dark so maybe that would be a good uh, initial look into it I would say to check out wrestling the best thing would be to just go watch some classic wrestling matches just see if you like it and then if it's something you're interested in, then you could worry about how you get into the weekly product, you know?
0: Oh, how would someone okay. find those classic wrestling matches? they just look them up?
2: Yeah, I mean, YouTube, obviously. And, um, you know, there are wrestling streaming sites out there that are, you know, uh, I for anyone familiar with anime, there's a website called Kiss Anime, which is like, <laughs> it's not what you might call illegal, but it's probably it's, not super kosher. It's, in the it's gray. Mm-hmm. It's gray. Yeah. Um, so there are... Uh, things called watch wrestling out there uh watch wrestling dot something and uh (laughs) you know those are places you can watch weekly live shows if you don't have cable right Mm. um you know youtube great i mean we could give a few match recommendations that i think would make people you need like matches that you would go i don't like wrestling or i'm now going to try and watch wrestling you know but yeah a lot of matches are on youtube uh you know wrestling is not free other than that if it's on youtube or a streaming service or cable tv right
0: mm-hmm. so cool okay so thank yeah. you so much for coming on to the show lance
2: yeah um I, if i if we can if i can have one last word i would like um to give uh, maybe a match or two that people should go check out for sure
0: all right go for How it about
2: that yeah so definitely if If you want to check out a couple of matches, um, my favorite wrestling match of all time, one of the highest-rated wrestling matches of all time, is Kenny Omega, so pretty easy to spell, Kenny Omega, and we'll see if this is on YouTube, and uh, Kenny Omega versus a Japanese wrestler named Kazuchika Okada. So um a that name is uh KAZUCHIKA Kazuchika and then OKADA Kazuchiko Okada so this is like a world championship world championship match in New Japan Pro Wrestling it took place at their version of WrestleMania called Wrestle Kingdom and it was the first ever 6 star rated match you know there's a guy named Dave Meltzer who's been giving ratings since the 70s and it was the first match he ever rated a six star he went out of his five star system and um more recently there's a tag team match that happened in AEW between the Young Bucks I don't know if you've heard the name the Young Bucks there was a big video on the internet a few years ago called Super Kick Party where they brought a little kid in the ring on his birthday and they super kicked him
0: that <laughs> <Ooh.
2: laughs> was like big on the oh internet my a few years ago but you know they started in Ring of Honor in New Japan and them along with Cody Rhodes and, um, and, uh, Kenny Omega are like the vice presidents of AEW. Like they started the company. So <clears throat> the young bucks versus Kenny Omega and hangman Adam page, those two matches will tell you, like, if you're going to enjoy the athleticism of wrestling.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Wow. And, uh, one quick note is, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes, the uh, person who, uh, is one of the owners and operators of AEW. Is the son of Dusty Rhodes, classic wrestler Dusty Rhodes. And do you guys want to know what university Dusty Rhodes went to and got kicked out of and I played can football take a for?
1: Guess.
2: <laughs> Tarleton State University.
1: Did he really? Wow. Yeah.
2: And also West Texas A and M. Right. A lot of wrestlers went to West Texas A and M. Um, but yeah there's a lot more you can get into with the history of wrestling and um but i would say for someone trying to get into the hobby watch a couple of matches those are some good ones you could look up a couple of classic wwe matches if you wanted to um but i would say modern wrestling is much more enjoyable than older wrestling for me personally hmm. it's much more athletic um it you know the storylines aren't as like pervasive and they're not as like hokey um and uh yeah i would say modern wrestling your kenny omegas your young bucks um darby allen is a great young wrestler um yeah there's tons of great wrestlers out there and then you know before you know it you'll be watching uh independent wrestling pro wrestling gorilla is a good one out of california austin there's a company called wrestle circus that's a really good company I actually went to a wrestling show in my hometown of Hamilton. If you're in the Steamville area, <laughs> you know how tiny Hamilton is. And huh. saw Jerry the King Lawler. I mean, that's like a super famous name in wrestling, you know. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Of course. Yeah, thank, you thank you for thank coming. Yeah,
0: thank you so
2: much. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll be back for the board game episode.
0: Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Yes. If not a uh, interview guest, a guest.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Thank you so much for Lance McFarlane for coming onto the show and talking to us about wrestling. I have to say that was a really fascinating interview. I have a lot of thoughts on that.
1: Oh, yeah, it definitely was. I feel like he was a very good guest to have on the show. He just had so much knowledge coming back at
0: us. I didn't know that wrestling had like a peak in the 90s. I was unaware of that. I knew that like... The 90s was the time of grunge and cringy, not cringy, edginess. Uh, that was the word <laughs> edginess, I was looking for. Yes. Modern edginess is cringy, but maybe it was just cringy back then too.
1: Yeah, you know, I looked up some uh, highlights from WWF slash WWE. Yeah. And it was definitely the older stuff that I was a bit more interested in. Really? I, yeah, I watched on YouTube. I watched a highlights um, little clip from the 2020 so far, Mm -hmm. and I gotta say, it was was slower and a bit more boring to me. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure I like the modern stuff. With the older clips, I liked.
0: You're you're probably going to enjoy the uh, New Japan wrestling, because it sounds like they kept that fast-pacedness, but also that narrative story, because WWE is purposely slower and less because it's meant for families i i would assume
1: right i think that's what lance had mentioned
0: the thing that really got me is it kind of reminds me of that play fighting that you used to do as a kid with your siblings or other friends and just like that idea that it's about to be brought to life (laughs) except with muscular people and i mean muscular people yeah
1: they're just huge (laughs) (laughs) i can definitely see that aspect in it um I think though, where you see where you get like pillows when you're a kid, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna jump off the couch, belly flop onto this huge pillow. You're actually belly flopping onto like boards and metal. <laughs> it makes
0: it so much hardcore. <laughs> there
1: was a there was a clip that I saw where they actually body slammed into a flaming table. What a flaming table? Jeez. Yep.
0: I was looking at some of the promos of just the guys talking. I was like I could get behind this, and then it showed it showed like uh, him talking, and then it would go to clips of the guy punching another guy in the face. I was just like, "Oh yes!"
1: <laughs> so would you like? Would you recommend wrestling then?
0: I think it takes a right personality. Like, if you, <laughs> it's like suggesting heavy metal to somebody who likes rock. I mean, sometimes they'll like it, sometimes they won't, uh, and it's very violent. And some people, I know a lot of people who are maybe a little bit more chilled than that, <laughs> but yeah, you never know. I would, I would watch it. I'm thinking about getting to WWDE pass or one of the other passes to some of the streaming websites.
1: <clears throat> Personally, I'm not sure I would pay money for it just because it's not something I'm interested in, but it's. It's a it's a sport that has a lot of theatricality, and I do like that, and I think that's very dynamic in that way.
0: I think the athleticism is what does it for me. Yeah. I grew up in a very athletic family. I mean, I played football since I was in fo- uh, first grade, and um, my brother played football for most of his life. My dad was an NFL player, so I can definitely appreciate like that sort of athleticism and it's impressive. Like so oh, definitely impressive. It,
1: it is very impressive for these people, wrestlers, pro wrestlers, to be able to have that athleticism and the art of talking to people and hyping up the crowd.
0: And endurance to just last that long with all right. the Hours, stuff that they're doing. Yeah. Oh, Props to them. If in any way we we felt like we were we were dogging on uh, pro wrestlers, we weren't because that is a tough job. But yes, sounds definitely. like they're very good at it. <laughs> yes. So normally we have a section where we talk about going out and doing things, but at the time of the podcast release, uh, you don't want to go out and do things, or you shouldn't. <laughs> so
1: right, we with the stay-at-home orders. Um, At least across our state uh, Why not try wrestling? It's something you can watch at home And you don't have to go out anywhere
0: And by why not try wrestling We mean watch wrestling Don't go out and wrestle people please
1: (laughs) I mean I guess unless you guys have consent And you're like But Maybe do it six feet away
0: (laughs) Did you just say wrestle from six feet away? (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know, you could just, like, air wrestle, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: and, like air hugs? So, speaking on that, for the next couple episodes, we will be just doing things that you can do at home. That you can order online and that you can uh, find online. So, for this one, just search up wrestling streaming. You'll find something. <laughs> Trust me.
1: Yes, and... I mean, I assume you've listened to the interview section and that's where you'll, uh, Lance gave us some good where to start when you're talking about like the companies, Yeah, like WWE. Um, I think it's AWE is another one he recommended.
0: Mm -hmm. And then obviously new Japan, uh, wrestling.
1: Right. So just look up those. Or if you already know of a pro wrestler that you might like search them up find out what company they're with and watch some of that
0: yeah and then uh, yeah (laughs) Uh, yes um so talking about prices our interviewer interviewee also really covered that um i i really think that the overall price that you would need to pay is anywhere between uh, 10 to 50 dollars i say 50 if you're like combining services and you're trying to watch a bunch of different ones even free if you can do swing it right
1: right definitely those streaming services right now are the best
0: <laughs> they're really seeing the struggle on their servers right now though <laughs> but that's what happens when entire countries are shut down forever
1: <laughs> not forever
0: gonna it feels like forever <laughs> we haven't even done a month yet and i feel like it's been forever oh right so ten dollars i would say is the initial buy-in into this i just that's not very well Ten dollars a month that's not too bad
1: no it's just like i've it's just like really any subscription service so i mean if you pay for netflix or uh, if you have hulu you're pretty much already paying that and mm. it's not too much it's spread out over a month or it's spread out over the year so ten dollars a month
0: right and then if you don't like hulu you can like su- substitute in your budget just stop paying for hulu and get wrestling
1: <laughs> yes what we mean to say it's it's very accessible for anyone to get this right now
0: yes that's yeah so that's it I want to thank everybody for coming to listen to Planetary Overload. I know it's been a bit of a different one. We're kind of testing some new things out in a very weird time, but it's we have the perfect opportunity to do it with being at home and stuff. So thank you so much for coming, guys. Thanks.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.
2: This has been the Tarleton Radio Network podcast with production from A.J. Heier and Taylor Welch. Find more great shows by searching Tarleton Radio Network wherever you get your podcasts.